Welcome back to another episode of It's Go Time. Today's guest is Frank De La Rosa and we are really digging deep in his life and his journey in real estate. How's your day going? Good. Yeah. Busy. Very busy day. Yeah. It's just uh thrown onto this thing last minute. <laughs> it's okay. But see, oh, yeah. think about this. If we had prepared you from the morning, how much more nervous would you be? Now we didn't give you time to think. So now you got to in the no mix. Time. Do I look very Texan? Right now, you look Austin-ish. <laughs> I look Indie. I look Austin. I look super Austin right now. That's what they say. Okay. <laughs> Frankie, my one of my oldest and dearest friends in America. How are you doing, mate? Good, good. Just trying to stay cool. <laughs> so let's let's give uh, let's give the the listeners a. Uh, some context and background into Frankie. Frank uh, has been a real estate agent with our brokerage for the longest time. You were the first uh, ever agent. He yes. was the first ever agent under my partner Subhi Garbia. And uh, what year was that? You've been now with Subhi for how long? It'll be 2012? 2012? 2012? So you're talking 11, 11 years. years. 11 years. Yeah. So you've seen. The brokerage, the partnerships, the everything grow to where it is today from, from humble beginnings, right? Yes, I've seen the company grow from the bottom to where it's at now. <coughs> and uh, I see f- great things for the future. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Frankie, how long have you been a real estate agent for right now? I'll be hitting 15 years in November. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so. a long time. So you've seen... The ups, the downs in the market, you've seen, I mean, what, like, you've also seen 2008, that's when you got your, your, your yeah, I pretty much got licensed, I started, I got licensed ending, ending of 2006, uh, 2007 is when I became active, uh, that January or so, and I had a good run for about a year or two, and then the market crashed. Oh, it crash happened. Yes. So, so well, what were your feelings at that time, Frankie? Like, why did One you want to leave the career? Fresh agent. Yeah, I put so too much money into it <laughs> 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 to just leave. I mean, I was in college, a starving college student, trying to uh, do something outside of college as well. And I borrowed money from my mom to get my license. I didn't tell her what it was for. I just told her I needed some money, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. I ended up paying for. Uh, my licensing and everything. I was going to school. I was going to school during the day, regular college, working, um, and then at night I would go to classes for about three to four months. So I had too much invested just to quit. That's phenomenal yeah. dedication. Yeah, yeah. So what made you do, want to do it in the first place? Like originally? Yes. <laughs> what was that thought process? Uh, that story. It's. Uh, I used to work as a teller during college, and. Um, uh, there was across the street. There was a brokerage. And there's a cool story yeah. that you actually yeah, need yeah. to tell us about the teller. But yeah. but we carry on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I um, I meet all these realtors. Yeah. And you know I see their checks coming in, and I'm like I said, I'm a starving college checks. student. <laughs> and uh, I'm seeing the money coming in, and I'm like, oh okay. And all of a sudden, like I, get, I become friends with a few of them. You drank the Kool Aid. I drank the Kool Aid. <laughs> One agent, look what Ahmed was talking about. One agent comes to me and tells me, hey, let me talk to you. I was like, what is he trying to sell me? But I ended up going. 
And he tells me, hey, uh, I want to bring you into my wing. You should get your <laughs> license and do all this, you know, all that BS. <laughs> and so I thought about it, and that's when I borrowed the money. And I did it. And as soon as I got my license, um, I, I was like, hey, I'm ready. And he's like, I'm not ready anymore. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the dude literally, like, pushes me to his side, and, and uh, I'm like, now I have my license. I don't know anything about what's going on. I just thought I was going to get my license. I was going to work with him as a team and or whatever we we're going to do, and I was going to make a bunch of money. That didn't happen. <laughs> but luckily, like I said, I made a lot of relationships there. There was another guy who uh, I became close to, and he was doing really good as well. And he was a broker and everything. So we, you know, I, I, we had a good relationship. Like he was funny and I was, you know, we would talk all the time. And I told him, I was like, hey, guess what? He's like, what? I was like, hey, I got my real estate license <laughs> and I'm going to work for you. And he's like, can I cuss? <laughs> he said, bullshit. <laughs> That's what he told me. But, uh, well, he, he was playing around. And I was like, no, I'm serious. I got my license. I'm ready. Uh, to start working, um, you are going to hire me as your assistant. And he goes, let me talk to my wife. His wife was a mortgage uh, broker. And they were doing really good. I knew it because I would see their... Saw the checks. Oh, uh, see their something. <laughs> yeah. Basically every day that they made a deposit. But that wasn't the only reason. I, I, I saw it as an opportunity for me to make money for my family and stuff like that. And so um, he ends up, you know, we end up meeting... And his wife shows up and everything. And I tell him, you know, I'll, I'll work for you as an assistant or whatever you need me for. And um, I'm willing to leave my job if you're you're able to pay me some kind of a small salary and then commission. commission. Yeah, yeah. So we came up with a deal and that happened. That worked out. I did really good because I did join. Like I said, for two years or so, two, three years, I did really good. And then the, I started feeling... The market crash was 2008. I started feeling everything around 2009, 2010. That's when I noticed. I was like, man, this is, sucks. And so I did get out for one year. Um, I, I did insurance. Uh, I got my insurance license. And did you borrow, front, did you borrow money about. from your mom for <laughs> no, that? <too? laughs> no, no. Actually, I took care of that one. Well, wasn't, your, wasn't your mom glad that you used the money to for real estate school? And yeah. No, else? no. She, yeah. When she found out what I did, she goes, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the only, pro- the only problem was I left school. Oh, yes. Mm. Okay. Because I got into real estate and I was doing really good. And so I left school. I was, I'm coming back. You know, I'm going to take a break. I'm doing really good. And I'm coming back. I never did. So never that too, it's never too late. To this day, my mom is always like, you left school for this? And you, I was like, yeah, I know, I know. But um, maybe one day I'll finish it up. But yeah, so back to the story. Um, so you did insurance. I did that. insurance for a year. It wasn't for me. I got back into real estate. When it started picking up again, like yeah. 2011, I got back in. And, and then 2012 when I met Subi. Or 2011 when I met Subi. Um, through my broker, they were friends on the Young Professionals Network. I got involved with that. And my old broker was friends with Subi. But then that broker was moved to D.C. We're still friends to the date. And um, Subi, and then when that guy left, I talked to Subi. And he goes, man, I've been wanting to get you as an agent. I wanted you to be my first agent, but I didn't want to step on his toes. And so mm-hmm. me and Subi, grew, we, we grew really close to each other. And here I am still. I mean, 
I'm pretty loyal, so so I, I, I haven't seen a reason not to be here. And, and then I met Ahmed a few years later and brought me closer to everything, everybody here, and then Mo, and then everybody else. So here it, I am. It was 2016. 2016, yeah. Yeah, it's you yeah. are my, as I said, one of my oldest friends yeah. here. Yeah. One of my best friends. Yeah. We've had some good times. Yeah, great times. Yeah. Traveling. Traveling. Great times. Yeah. Travel the and, world. Uh, so, so enlighten us, uh, Frankie. Tell us, how how is the market um, today compared to what it was when you started, uh, especially being uh, a, a person of a minority in the country and, and dealing with with other brokers and, and agents in, in Dallas. I know you deal with some BS making. in your time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you you put up with a lot of BS. Up until recently. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it'll be interesting. I mean, yeah, you you, you are you do you are Mexican and, and I think since the day I started there has been more um diversity I guess in the yeah. agents that you see. Right. When when I first started it was honestly nothing but older uh agents. Um, what I used to call dinosaur agents, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, they were yeah. old school, but I learned from them. But they were very old school and very downgrading when I would talk to them. I can't, I can't imagine. Yeah, mm-hmm. they would. They were like, "What's your name?" and this and, this and that, and they were like, "Oh, you're young. You're young. You're young punk." At the end of the day, right? So I, f- I, I felt a lot of that. Now, there's a big difference. I mean, there's a more mixture of of cultures. Um, um, I mean, I've seen. S- like I said, so much growth in, in the community. But also we do have those agents that have a big ego. And those are the ones that I go back and forth with. <laughs> and so, I mean, but at the end of the day, it's business is business kind of. I don't know them personally, so it's whatever. But they do make the business a little more difficult than it should be. I know sometimes you are going to have disagreements and everything. But some of these... It's part of the deal, right? It's part of the deal. Yeah, it happens. There's no fun if if you can't negotiate. You know exactly. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the fun part. And we, as we talked about, uh, especially on residential real estate, it is an emotional game. So it's people very emotional. are yeah, and you getting their and feelings you primarily quickly. deal with uh, residential. Residential, yeah. yeah. <coughs> I mean, I've done commercial uh, with Ahmed, and yeah. I see the difference of of it's a numbers game. It's like numbers make sense. There's nothing. There's no personal feelings in there, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And residential, it's like you got to deal with the wife and the husband and pickiness and all this stuff and you just have to it's a little i, I find it a little dif- more difficult dealing on the residential side than the commercial side when it comes to to the feelings okay so so i have a question for yes. you where now it's 15 years you you're an agent you've dealt with couples and and dealing with first time home buyers and the emotions that run run with that you know um and you are under contract on your own uh, home right now yeah. Congratulations. with your significant other. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. So tell me how how is that? Did you learn anything over the fifteen years that could help you right now? Yeah, I have. Um, I, I I've 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 honestly found it a little more difficult for me for myself being my representing, you know, myself and dealing with the other side. <laughs> um, I mean, it's been it's been it's been an experience. Um, but it helps, like, in my, on my end, I see it as an investment. I see it as I'm only going to be here a few years and then move on to something else. She sees it as more as a, she wants to be there longer. Yeah, term, you know? more forever I, I keep telling her, hey, this is a, this is a, an investment. This is not our forever home. 
is we're gonna make it our our home while we're there. Yeah, you know, make it as homey as possible or family as possible. But I I I see it as a opportunity to make some kind of profit for it in the future. It's a, so it's a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm like I said, I. I and how's I, the emotions running through it? How's your emotions? My emotions is I don't want to mess up. <laughs> do you do you understand your clients better now? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm able I'm able to understand how they feel, how they go back and forth with things, and I'm putting so much money into it, you know. Also, that I want everything to be perfect, right? Yes. <laughs> as perfect as possible. Yes. But um, it, it's been a, a nice roller coaster. Yeah, no. That's no good. Now, finger. Now you're heading towards closing, so yeah, yeah, everything yeah. is. Uh, we excited to go and see it, and yeah. thank it'll you. It'll be a. It's a big, big next step. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank, so to give, um, tell us uh, what are your, what are your long-term goals now? Being an agent in in Texas and the way the market is going, how do you see your business uh, now? You have uh, your own group with a fellow agent. Yeah. Um, where do you all see the market? uh going for you all and how are you all adapting accordingly for that yeah yeah um Yanelli, my business partner and i started a group called edify group we've 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 known each other for years we've dealt we've been on i guess the other side of of each other like she's been representing her clients i've been representing my clients and we've done deals together and she works really well and she puts me in my place yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, we we both equal each other. Let, out. Let's give some context. Edify was started. What was the initial vision? Wasn't it to to help motivate and and assist? Yeah, younger? yeah. We we saw a lack of uh, um a lack of help in the Hispanic market. Yes, yeah. You know, I I've been involved with Ahmed with you guys, and I see how you guys help each other out so much and educate each other and things like that. And I was like, why can't I do that with my people? Correct. Yeah. Luckily, I met Yanelli. She thinks exactly the same. So we decided to form Edify Group and and just help the community out and help our people out as well. Um, educate any new coming agents. We want to be able to mentor them, mentor them yeah. give them our, our experiences so they can grow and last in the business. It's easy to get your real estate license. But it's hard to stay in it, yes. you know, and and we're seeing that now. There's a lot of new agents that came in in what 2018 when the market was like amazing. 19, they're unfortunately they're a lot of them are <laughs> a lot of them are on hold right now. Right, <laughs> they had to get jobs, but because they weren't educated on on how to manage their money and manage what they have and and. And the realities of the business, right? You yeah, have the reality, to. Yeah. Ha- it seems glamorous, right? Yeah. You see the checks, you yeah. see this, you see the million dollar homes, but, but, but nobody sees the hard work. The work, that goes the, hard work the connections you gotta make, the the networking, and and you don't know anybody, nobody, right? So, so that's that's a lot of people are learning the hard way, which I learned it honestly when I when the market crashed the first time. I'm the people I met were through people that I, the other people are uh, that I was working with, but when the market crashed. Our relationship went down. I lost all my contacts because it was all their contact. Exactly. So I was I got to make my own contacts. So that's how you survive in this game. It's relationships, relationships, relationships. Yeah, Yeah. and and dealing with other agents and being trying to be as cool with them as possible, and 
they'll remember you in the future and they want to deal with you. They want to work with you kind of thing. So you get referrals here and there. So, I mean, uh, um, majority of my business is referral. So um, right now it's a little slow because everybody's, there's a little a slow market right now, right? No, it is. We're actually yeah. going to discuss the, the yeah. market so. in depth just now. But uh, but luckily, you yeah. know, I with the relationships I built, I get a call here and there. Hey, I have this person, one of my friends or family and stuff like that. And, and working with Yanelli, we've we've established some connections there. So we're getting leads from that as well. That's good. Yes, the key is to have a good pipeline. And yeah. yeah. Just slowly and trickling just in working. more deals. I think that that's one thing we can share with our young uh young budding real estate real real estate uh, listeners that if it's it's all hard work right yeah. it's keeping that pipeline and making sure that uh, you follow up with leads and 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 so on yeah and and as you said now you get a lot of referrals if you do a good enough job with your clients yeah. you are going to get referred yeah. for more and more work yeah i mean there's properties that i sold back in 2010 the one called me la- early, late last year that they wanted to sell their house, and I sold it. So exactly, and they yeah. bought a bigger it's house. Good. Yes, you know, ten years later, for them right. to remember you, and then they refer you their friends and family. That's an that's an honor at the end of the day. That's right? an honor, and 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 some even go further where yeah. you help them purchase their first home. Yeah. Then you watch them grow yeah. as their as their wealth grows, and yeah. then you help them purchase the next yeah. investment properties, yeah. and it just it just uh, grows Keeps and building. grows from there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's good to see that. That's that's the cool part about it, right? It sucks when you don't make money, but it's part of the game. So it is yeah. because ups and downs. real estate, unlike other professions, it's uh, you're not getting a monthly check yeah. necessarily, right? Like a wage or a salary. It's uh, you have to go out and earn your commissions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One year you make nothing. I mean, one month you make nothing. Another month you make fifteen, make thirty k, forty, whatever. Yeah. And then there goes two, three months when you make nothing, right? So you have to really budget. You have to <laughs> you budget have to yourself. Really budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I've learned how to do that. So I think we've all learned how to do that. No, you have to. It's, yeah, it's so. yeah, one it's of the just keys. part of the game and yeah. and so on. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, Frankie, tell us: Are you planning on becoming a broker anytime soon? <laughs> I've, I've actually had that in mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the next step. Uh, getting my broker license. Yeah. yeah, I think it's time. Definitely, I think time. it's been past <laughs> my time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's my next move. What are the main differences between working in insurance in your small stint compared to working in real estate? But your insurance experience was a bit, we we'll call it a bit shaky. Huh? It was, yeah, it was what you described yeah. to us was. Uh, <laughs> was uh, <laughs> I mean, one first of all, I mean, we're not used to being. I mean, we're at the office a lot, right? Yeah. But we're out, out used to being out and about, meetings and things like that, showing properties and whatever when we have to. Insurance is all on the phone. You're stuck in an office the whole day long, you know. But that's the difference. That's what I didn't like about it. Yeah. I feel like a caged bird. When I was doing that, and you, so you need you you're a free bird. I'm a free bird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you like to soar high. Yeah, yeah, I like going to Costco during the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, so that's that's the difference. I just felt a little more pressure and and then micromanagement and stuff like that. That it wasn't me. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And and earning potential compared to real estate, how how does it work with insurance? Well, one thing I didn't know before going to insurance <laughs> is if you sell a policy, they cancel, you lose your you you have to pay back the commission you made off of that. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, so that happened a few times, and I was like, what the hell? You're like, damn, I already yeah. spent, I got to return oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> and real estate, I mean, yeah, you get paid, and, you know, so uh, once that deal is over, I never knew over. that. Yeah, you can't return a home, so <laughs> once you buy so, it. So how much of the <laughs> policy do you do you get? I can't remember. It was about half of the the, the initial policy, yeah. From what I remember from I, insurance I, I, is you get a bigger upfront amount, and then like annually you'll get like a little percentage of what the uh, once they uh, renew is. yeah, yeah every renew. on the renewal you get the renewals yeah but i like i said i didn't know that if they cancel the policy you have to return the money right because insurance only it covers whatever time they were insured everything else has to be returned and so uh, they were i was seeing deductions on my check i was like what happened here <laughs> <laughs> and of course it was during the market when it was still pretty bad and i was struggling and i was like you're taking away the little bit that i made so, so it was it was interesting. That's all. Like I'm out of this. It was about a year that I did it. It was it just wasn't for me. And you came back to real estate. Came back to real estate. Yeah. Going back to what I'm gonna ask you about becoming a broker. What's uh, for those that don't know, right? You first you got to become a real estate agent. Yeah. Then there's the qualifications, and then you can apply to become a broker. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What's uh, I would say if you could explain to everybody what's kind of the the steps that you would need to take in order to become a broker. All right. So the classes. The classes, uh, prepping for the exam. And then the exam is the Qualify as far as sales. Um, you know, uh, a sale is a certain amount of points. Leases yes. are a certain amount of points. Commercial, a certain amount of points. Property management. Property management. Um, and uh, as long as you just have to have a good standing with the state, you know, in regards to your licensing and everything. Um, and then you just and I think and yeah. the, the broker's exam has a, uh, a high pass rate as well. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. I took my broker's exam now about two years ago, two or three years yeah. ago, yeah, and uh, yeah, the pass rate was was I think five or ten percent more than the agents, the regular one, yeah. regular yeah. one. So yeah, so it's and education. The, the time qualification. I think you have to be in, been an active agent for, for four, years, time. Yes. four years. Yeah. Four years. Four years. Then yeah. it's uh, making sure you have enough deals and and uh, business, and then you got to pass the exam. Yeah. And a good standing with, with and in being good with standing. Trek, so yeah. those five th- five things. Yeah. So so. No, I mean, you've been an agent for fifteen years. Yeah. I'm, thank God, I've never had any good issues. <laughs> you know, and I've never had any anybody report me for anything. So uh, I'm blessed on that part. Oh, that's know, good. You know, it's just fantastic. I said I must uh, end the interview with you off uh, before before that. The story about about you being a teller and. Uh, um, and and, and you being robbed. Suspicious twice. story of being robbed <laughs> twice. <laughs> being <laughs> the same being guy. Being the teller at the <laughs> bank. <laughs> you have to share this with the uh, with the listeners. I had some interesting situations. That it's a, at it's an old school Frankie story. This yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I uh, I got robbed twice. Um, the first time being a bank teller. Th- yeah, being a bank teller, <laughs> I got robbed twice by the same person. By the same person. <laughs> What I hated the most, it was on a Friday night. You know, I was ready to go home for the weekend and, and, you know, go party. I was in college. So I was going to go back to uh, UNT and, and have my Friday nights. And uh, both times I didn't get home till 10, 11 because FBI comes in and talks to you <laughs> to interview you. So the first time, you know, I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. Second, uh, How time, did he do it the first time? He just slid a note over the... Yeah, the uh, first time... Um, we were closing. Like I used to work movie. inside. You know, Bank of America was inside of it's a grocery store. Of right? a grocery store, yeah. And so, the 
I was a Friday evening. I'm getting ready to close my stuff. We used to close at seven. And so I'm closing my everything and I see somebody walking. I look up and I see somebody walking towards me and and I'm like, sir, we're close. And he still walks under the the, <laughs> the, the ropes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, sir, we're closed. <laughs> and he goes, I don't care. And he put a he put one of those zip the zip bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and it had a note in there. Give me all your twenties and up. And I was like, what? That's what he said on the note. Yeah, he said on the note. <laughs> he definitely I, watched too many movies. And, and, and I look at him, and I'm like, I don't have money. He goes, he just goes, put whatever you have in there. I was like, I already put it up. It's locked up. And I did have the money there. <laughs> and he was, it was just, I couldn't take him serious. He was a short guy. He was shorter than me, and and short and stumpy, and you know, and and I was like, I don't have any more more money. And I kept, you know, I had already pressed the uh, emergency. And um, I, so I knew the cops should be coming anytime soon. So I was just trying to play it off. And then he goes, You're, you come on, man. Hurry up. I'm like, I don't have any money to give you. And he's like, he just, you know, it, would, it lasted for a good two, three minutes just going back and forth, <laughs> playing with him. And so I, and they go, and he started counting 10, 9, 8. <laughs> oh, I was God. like, you know what? This ain't worth it. And I just gave him a stack of whatever I had. It wasn't much. And the guy takes off. And then, like I said, the whole FBI comes over. They interview you. And it actually, that delayed my licensing. Oh, it did? Yes. Oh, they flagged you. They flagged me for some reason. Uh, uh, it, kept, it kept, you know, I, I passed my test. I passed everything, my fingerprints. And then my licensing was a little delayed. It took way longer than it should have. And they didn't tell me why, but I'm assuming it has something to do with that. Because, like I said, I got robbed by the same guy. <laughs> Hold on. So Hold on. Like, like, like two months later. <laughs> And they never caught the guy. They never. They supposedly they never he caught the guy. He walked in. He was like, "Oh, Frank is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the cameras <laughs> couldn't pick him up. No. No, he had a hat and it was covered his face. And the cameras are at an angle. So right? second time around, he did the same thing. He did the same thing, but the second time. But I mean, how many short, stumpy people really are kept coming? I mean, I the, the second time, I'm looking down, counting my money to close as well <laughs> on a Friday night. I'm ready to close. You know, close up, counting my money, and I see. I look up and I see him again. And I said, "Shit." here we go I, and the girl next to me was like what happened I was like just don't say anything and uh, and then he once again opens a bag that little blue zipper bag same, same note You're like, same note doing yeah. this same, same, same dance note. again and he goes this time don't laugh I was like yeah he really remembered you yeah he remembered yeah, me yeah, he remembered he goes, this time don't laugh like I was I was really scared of him but I wasn't even scared and the girl next to me she freaks out and gives him a stack of money and he leaves but the and first then FBI came back. Like, FBI oh, came back. Same people. The yeah. They're asking me, "Do you know this individual?" I'm like, "No, I don't know this individual. I'm trying to go home." <laughs> and so they keep me there for a while. But I mean, I didn't know who that was. It was just a int- it's a funny story to tell. When, when I know I we had to shade. Too. And then thank I, you. And then I got my license, and then I quit that job. <laughs> 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 and that was my last of working at a bank. Oh yeah, man, so. Good That's times. A good one. good a stories, good times. Was, I know, man. At the moment, I wasn't even, like, you know, you're young. I was 20, 21. I didn't care. I wasn't scared. I didn't see a gun, but but it was, you can't fight, you know, back. No, but Frankie, you, you grew up, I mean, uh, besides that, you did grow up in the hood yeah. in, in Dallas. I yeah. Mean, you, you've grown up in some really rough areas. Yeah. And how was that? I mean, growing it, up in Dallas. It was, I mean, it, it, it's like I've lived in a rough side of town, but it's one of those areas where you you don't mess around with anybody. You don't get in trouble, right? 
So people, the kids that I grew up with, a lot of them went right, some went left, but they knew who I was and how I was, so they never interfered. They, yeah, they inter- interfered with me, <coughs> and um, so I, I I kept good relationships with everybody there. Just like over here in, in the outside of the world, I keep good relationships, and you never know when you need somebody, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's the same thing. You just gotta know how to talk to people and 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 relate, blend in. Has yeah. has things changed where you grew up, like compared from from? Yeah, the, it has some. Yeah. Um, to the better or to the worse? No, for the better. Uh, yeah. The area where I grew up in, it grew. You know, every a lot of the people that were causing problems moved out. Um, or good. they've grown up matured kind of thing. Yeah. But, but also Dallas has re-gentrified. Gen- yeah. gentrification. There's a big push for, for that. Life, yeah. And so I, I've, I've noticed a difference. Yeah, we see a lot on the news. But where I grew up in, uh, is I feel more comfortable now than I did back then. Yeah. yeah. That's so, good. Yeah. So now I'm buying in an area that's getting gentrified, right? <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's so, a very hot, hot area. I, I always said, I'm not moving back to the hood, right? And here I am moving back to the going hood. Back, going back. Yeah. No, but I mean, I mean, this uh, city of Dallas is really doing a good job yeah. with the gentrification and changing. The Everything is changing. changing. Yeah, the schools are getting yeah. high rated and things like that. So the area just shows you the amount of investment and development yeah. going on where we live. And, and again, pointing back that we, we're in a very fortunate position yeah. living here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's grown a advantage of, the, of that. The changes I've seen in Dallas have grown, you know, a lot. Like, uh, I mean, I, 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 I love Dallas as my city, and yeah, this is your home. This is my home. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, now it's my home. Yeah. All yeah. of our homes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I know you guys wanted me to move to the suburbs. We're gonna be there one day. Don't worry. <laughs> We're gonna see you up in the suburbs with us. Yeah, but I'm a city boy. <laughs> city slicker. Yeah, yeah. Now as the family grows and so on, yeah. things might change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the future. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll move up north past six thirty five. When you go up past one twenty one, past George Bush, <laughs> then soon you know. <laughs> yeah, so. Mohammed, you wanted to share with our listeners some updates in the market? Yeah, just to uh, to cap off things today, just giving a little bit of insight into the into the housing market. I was just pulling up uh, what I was reading from the Texas A and M Research Center. So they just finished off the um, recap going through the month of July. So just some some statistics on how the market has been. Um, so this is through end of July twenty twenty three. So at the moment, it's showing that total home sales were down about eight close to eight and a half percent actually and homes are averaging about 56 days on the market but the interesting statistic and uh we're going to have a post going up on our instagram about this actually is although home sales have dipped a little bit um the demand for new construction is like through the roof yeah it's it's significantly higher um it's year or month over month it was like up uh, like eight and a half percent like over the last three years up like 30 percent just on the new construction side <coughs> so i was just I, I was reading a little bit into like more more deeply into it and because the market's in such an interesting place the interest rates are so high that people that are living in their homes are reluctant to sell because now well, how can they afford a new house but now we're having such a big influx of people coming in but so there's a shortage of there's existing a major homes. Supply. Yes, yes. So now the new construction is where it's really booming. So we that's that's so been the big spike in new construction. There's something very interesting that was said. Um, a 
crash happens with oversupply of homes. And it cannot happen when there isn't enough Anything inventory. Yeah, and right now, we are lacking inventory in yeah. Dallas, yeah. in this DFW market. And that is why there's this demand still in the area. Yeah. And so the economy is still doing <coughs> The mm. prices are well, never going to go back speaking. down. That's, no, 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 that's no, what no, people no, are no, looking and, for. And again, things things happening in California and New York, uh, we're getting them, uh, the New Yorkers and Californians yeah. coming by the droves here. Yeah. And, uh, and for them to, to spend... Two three million on the house is 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 not it's not very difficult. Yeah, because they're like regular small home yeah, over there. It's, it's going to be around the price point. Yeah, twelve thirteen hundred foot square foot home over there is a million dollars. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, they can get a mansion for that still. Although it's changing a little bit. <laughs> no, it's because <laughs> of them that changing. It's, changing it's, it's because of them that it's <laughs> Now that you're getting townhouses yeah. like four five hundred thousand, it's 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 changing know, now. That's what I wanted. I wanted a townhome, <laughs> and like. In Dallas, and no, it's too expensive for a home. I think also, also a lot of analysts right now are expecting the Fed to carry on with the uh, interest rate hikes. Yeah, uh, we're expecting a slowdown in the in the fourth quarter, oh, in the economy side. But I've noticed that the Texas, the North Texas economy, is has been very resilient to what what the outside uh, uh, factors are. So hopefully it stays that way, and uh, we just need to benefit from from yeah. this. Yeah, I don't, and it's good. I mean, I don't see it uh, at least in North Texas slowing down yet. Maybe maybe slightly, but not by much. So hopefully we can keep that uh, momentum pushing to the end of this year. I think Q four twenty twenty three is going to be a uh, interesting couple months. Yeah, we months. should see a dip in the interest rates by the end of the year. Yeah, because right now it's you, you think so? I think I think maybe one or two more rate hikes and then I think, think so. Two more. I think they'll make yeah, a decision yeah. early next year. Early next year. I'm thinking think Jan, Feb, like 24 is when we might see some movement. Let's but just hold off on early. the rate hikes until <laughs> after October. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, but uh, we should see next next this time next year we'll be in a better position. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think most yeah. most analysts one year are, from uh, now. are predicting. Yeah, yeah. just. Just stay strong. Oh, we just need to stay strong, hold out. I mean, you've been through. You've been through two double yeah. You've seen. You've seen the craziness of COVID. Yeah. You've seen. So it's just one of those cycles, right? Right, the wave. No. Yeah, this, this, this is a cycle. cycle. Yeah. Yeah, the cycle I mean, keeps on years. ebbing, keeps on flowing, and yeah. we just have to maintain. Make the yeah. most yeah. of it. Yeah, make the most of it. And as far as agents in the business, just try to survive in it, right? Yes. You know so. And as our most wise agent, who we recently <laughs> celebrated a birthday. Thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm the oldest agent, right? Like, yeah, oldest even age-wise. Well, within you our group. You know, yeah, within our group. Within our group. Yeah, 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 not in the, the whole brokerage. Yeah, yeah. Within our group, <laughs> I am the oldest. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll, see. we'll see what happens. Frankie, any parting words for our listeners and for us today? Huh? S- even something in Spanish. <laughs> no <laughs> Yo, hablo espanol. <laughs> no, thank you for throwing me in this <laughs> last minute. Yeah. It was uh, I had a good time actually. I, was, I didn't know what to expect. But yeah, it was good. It was good. No, it was, it was, it was actually fun. I had a good time. Lucky I didn't ask you some personal yeah. questions. Yeah, yeah, I was no. gonna, next gonna time, get that's some. the next yeah, part. Yeah, the next one we're doing with Frank will <laughs> be more positive. Trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully we'll see you on your own podcast pretty soon. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. And Nelly's talking Stay about it. So. We'll see, we'll no, see I think I think it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, to to get out there and 
and maybe it's a, it's a good use it as a stepping stone for for what you'll wanted to achieve yeah. in the first place yeah. how can we help uh with the with the mentoring and 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 so on of the of the Uh, Latino community, yeah. uh, those that want to do yeah. real estate and so on. Yeah. Uh, is there any way that we can assist in that? I mean, I mean, any question that I have in regards to commercial real estate stuff, I always ask you, right? You know, and it's like me asking you, and I can provide that to someone else. That knowledge that I learned from outside the bubble that I that I come from. Yes, yes. Right. Um, in the long term, that's always been something I wanted to do: learn from the outside, bring back in. So. You know, any anything I come up with and information that I need, I always feel confident in asking you guys about it. So, um, fantastic! We are always that's here, what we're here for. Yeah. So, okay. likewise, residential yeah. stuff. You know, yes. <laughs> no, we true. appreciate that. Yeah. So, I mean, we're we're good friends here. We're more than just we don't just work together. We're we're friends, family. Of course, here. yeah, we are family. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know, just best wishes to everybody and everything. You know. Thank you, Frankie. It's been an Thank honor you. to have you. Gracias por tenerme aquí hoy. Ay. Van a tener que aprender español para poder hablar conmigo. Easy, papi. You're going to have to learn Spanish. You can talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy, papi. I mean, I know enough words for seven years and I still don't know. ¿Qué pasó, mi amigo? No, but I'm looking forward. You know, I don't know. Looking forward to sitting down here again sometime in the future to talk about other stuff. Fantastic. I can't wait to have you back. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. It. Thanks for watching today's episode of It's Go Time. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and leave comments uh, on all of our channels. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're on YouTube, and don't forget our Instagram and Facebook pages as well.